This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show. My name is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, you can always visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Got my buddy Brad Allen. Hello. What's what's new, Brad? Not much. Uh, just loving uh, loving the warm weather, loving the summertime. It's my favorite time of year, you know? Yeah, it's a good time of year. We're basketball. Yeah. So I got the perfect hoop for you at my house. You do? Well, I guess I should. Can you still dunk? Or? No. No, no more no. dunk. Well, I mean, I haven't tried. But so I we got my, my son's into basketball. So we bought this hoop actually a couple of years ago, but you can change the height a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe if you just lowered it a little bit, nobody would notice, but right. you could come in and Yeah, and then you just take hammer a it. You take a picture, but from a lower angle, That's so it right. looks like it's normal. Don't, don't break yeah. my backboard, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be a problem. I was worried. We had a windstorm last summer. It tipped over. I thought for sure it was going to shatter, but it didn't survive. Nice. Nice. Survived. I got a lot of a lot of sand in that bottom of that thing there. I was surprised it tipped over. Yeah, I don't think I, I've never uh, never broke a backboard before. So yeah, we actually had a tornado in our neighborhood last summer, but really? fortunately everybody was okay. Just property damage. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, kind of wild. Stuff all over the yard and trees down. Yeah, right? Some people things were flipped, windows were broken. It was pretty wild. Yeah. I, uh, I probably took the least of it of all my neighbors, so I'm pretty, pretty fortunate there. But great topic this week, Brad. I, I think there's some things we want to think about when it comes to, you know, risk, especially right now. We're all experiencing the volatility in the market, and the stock market seems to always be in the news. And anytime there's a report of a change in direction of, of the prices of stocks, causes a lot of people to reassess and wonder if their retirement savings are invested correctly. When markets are up, people question if they have enough invested in stocks and they're often tempted to buy more or maybe even jump into stock investing for the first time. When markets are down, people start to question if they have too much of their savings exposed to risk and if they should sell some of their stocks. If you find yourself in that position, then today's show is for you. We're going to answer three important retirement planning questions. If your retirement savings should be invested in stocks, if so, What's the appropriate portion to allocate to the markets? And when should you change that allocation? And I've noticed something, Brad. Let me know if you've seen this too over the years. But let's let's assume hypothetically we had a year where we did 20% gains in the market, right? Most of our retired clients are fairly conservative financially, and they're not going to now start spending more money that year, right, right? right? But if we lose 20% in the market, Now we're getting questions like, can I go on vacation? Can I help my grandkids? Can I do this? Can I do? It just seems like losses hurt more than gains feel good. So getting that balance right is really important. And I want everybody to remember, when it comes to investing, there's no one-size-fit-all directions. The degree that a person should expose their retirement savings to risk is a highly personal question with a lot of factors to consider. If you're not sure that your current retirement portfolio is invested properly 
or maybe in this uh, kind of market downturn and start of 2022, or if you think about when COVID hit in 2020, maybe your portfolio lost a lot quicker than you're comfortable with, reach out, find a good advisor, find someone that can help you take a second set of eyes on that. We're happy to do that. Or there's a lot of great advisors around the country that can help you with that. But we focus our financial advisory efforts on retirement planning. And when it comes to investing, strategies you should be much different depending on your actual retirement status. Your objective and the way you invest should be much different if you've already stopped working or dependent on your savings to provide the income you need to pay your bills. However, if you're still working but are within 10 years of retirement, you should have different objectives that require different strategies. So today we're going to try to give you some simple ways to figure out what's right for you. But we really want to spend our time on is helping you derive a strategy that will ensure you'll succeed in your version of retirement. And Brad, there's this kind of constant balance, if you will, when it comes to investments between risk and reward. Absolutely. You know, a lot of professionals believe that at least some portion of a person's savings should be invested in the stock market. The reason is that on average, stocks have provided a solid opportunity for long-term growth and growing your retirement savings is especially important when it comes to combating the risk of inflation and the possibility of outliving your savings. Despite their volatility, securities and stock market type investments have had an impressive record of providing returns over the long term. Historically, S&P 500 returns have averaged about 10% annually. With potential returns this high, it might appear that everyone should have all their money invested in stocks, right? Not exactly, and you already know the reason why. There's, there's an opposite side to the potential rewards of stock investing, and it's the risk of loss. Stocks are typically much more volatile than many other types of financial instruments. Because of that volatility, the price of stocks and mutual funds can go up, but they can also go down. And sometimes these drops in price last for only a few weeks or months, but it can also take years or even decades to recover from that. You know, recovery from the COVID pandemic related crash took only a few months for markets to get back to their pre-COVID highs. But the Great Recession of 2008 saw a 57% drop in the market and took more than four years to fully recover. So with a potential loss of 57%, some wonder if they should have any of their retirement savings invested in stocks. You know, I take the risk when it comes to the money you'll need to retire, right? That might be correct for some folks, especially those who have so much money crammed into their retirement accounts that their future income needs are certain to be met with, you know, growth in those funds and those kind of things, but not everybody can afford that. So when you take millions and millions of dollars that most retirees don't have, for the rest of us, there's a big concern that we simply cannot ignore. We, we must avoid the potential anxiety of outliving our savings. And for that, most retirees need to experience at least some continued growth in those retirement accounts to keep up with inflation and those kind of things. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. And it boils down to finding the right balance for you and your family. 
So before we discuss specific strategies for balancing risk and reward, it's important to talk to about your personal attitudes towards investment risk. It's important to take a cold and hard look inward to assess your personal tolerance when it comes to dealing with the ups and downs of the stock market. The problem with reading some books on investing or talking to a financial advisor or even listening to someone like me on the radio is you can easily get the impression that you should be investing in a manner that might make you somewhat uncomfortable. Socrates used the maximum know thyself and perhaps nothing is more important when it comes to investing. A financial advisor has the obligation to assess a client's level of risk tolerance for building a financial plan or suggesting specific products or investments. The problem is there is no completely accurate way of determining an individual's appetite for risk. Questionnaires, tests, assessment techniques are often used, but at best they only paint a general picture of how much exposure to risk of investments a loss, excuse me, investment loss a person might be comfortable with. And to complicate matters, a person's attitude concerning tolerance for risk can easily and quickly change as circumstances and economies change. When the markets are booming, it's easy to believe that you're comfortable with risk of potential of loss. But along with the next crash can come a huge change in attitude as you see retirement savings go down by 10, 20, 30% or even more. The reason why it's so important to accurately gauge your tolerance for risk is so you don't mess up the cardinal rule when it comes to investing. I'm sure you've heard the advice, right? Buy low, sell high. That's the key to using stocks and mutual funds, ETFs, to grow your retirement accounts. The problem is that emotions get in the way and cause far too many people to do just the opposite. Markets shoot up and we'll fear we miss out, so we buy high. The markets tumble and we want to stop the pain of losing our savings that took years to accumulate, so we sell low. A good start to assessing your personal risk tolerance is to ask yourself three important questions. How much investment loss could I comfortably endure in a single year? How much investment loss could I comfortably endure over a five-year period? And how much loss could I endure over a 10-year period? Brad, and we know it boils down to timing, right? It's really about, you know, riding out inevitable market downturns. The reason that your answer to these three questions is so important is it becomes apparent when you think about the historic volatility of the stock market. If you combine the 2008 crash with the prior dot-com bubble crash, stock market investors had a period of about 10 very bad years. That period from 2000 to the end of 2009 is often referred to as the last decade because annualized returns for the S&P 500 were negative 0.95%. Since World War II, there have been 12 bear markets resulting in a decline of 30% or more. When it comes to stock market losses, the question is not if they'll occur, it's when will they occur and how long will they last. The time you must have if you're going to recover from these losses will have a lot to do with your age. If you're more than 10 years away from retirement, then you'll likely have plenty of time. But again, you need to know yourself because regardless of how much time is on your side, a market recovery does you no good if you panicked and sold out at the bottom. But if you are 75 or 80 years old, 
time might not be on your side. Ask yourself if you really want to spend the final years of your life waiting for the markets to recover. And if you're 65 years old in good health, time is likely still on your side, but the chances that you'll still need growth on some of your portfolio savings to combat the effects of inflation is important, and you want to minimize the risk of outliving your savings. But if you stopped working, you also need income, and an important consideration if you want that income and a spending it'll support needs to be tied, and you need to have a plan for the ups and downs of the market. So, Brad, one way we, we uh, you know, kind of take a look at this, and this little bit overly simplistic, but it might be a technique, particularly if you're a self-trader and trying to figure this out on your own, and it's called the rule of 100. Yeah, and it's a simple strategy that many people have used to determine the appropriate amount of retirement savings to expose to the stock market risk, and it's based on your age. You may have heard it, it's called the, the 100 minus age rule or the rule of 100. So before going into details, it's important to say that the, the following you know, rule of thumb when it comes to something as important as your future security, it can be dangerous. Determining if and how much to invest in the stock market is a very personal decision. And the best way to, to, to do that is to sit down with an experienced financial advisor who can walk you through step by step your best options based on you and your specific circumstances. So please think of the rule of 100 uh, as only a broad guideline for allocating assets between risk and reward as much as age. What is helpful about this rule is the simplicity of it. It dictates that the percentage of a person's savings that is invested in equities should always equal 100 minus the person's age. For example, a person who is 65 should limit his per, uh, percentage of stock market type investments to 35% of the total. That's 100 minus the age of 65, equaling a 35% allocation to stocks. At age 80, there should be no more than 20% invested in stocks, mutual funds, and the like. And to follow this rule, with each passing year, you adjust and reallocate. Do this as you age, and you'll reduce your total allocation in the stock market. Again, the logic behind this uh, you know, consistent reduction in risk is that the older you are, the less time you have to ride out the inevitable market downturns. And a key question is what financial instruments you use for the portion of those retirement savings. Now, I'll preface this. There are many options such as bank CDs, government bonds, fixed rate annuities, and, and more. What works best will be based on you and your circumstances. So with this portion of the retirement savings, the overriding ob objective is to safety first, right? It's not going to go down as much as the stocks and, and those kind of things will. So it's important to, and it's worth restating, a person should not feel compelled to use any specific allocation just because some rule or tactic says it's appropriate. The percentage you use in your retirement plan should be adjusted based on your individual risk tolerance. And when it comes to that, there's a lot of different programs you can use. There's a lot of different ways to figure out what is your risk tolerance, because even if you're 70 or 80 years old, you still might be okay with risk, right? Because you have plenty of money that's in the market. You're not worried about running out of money. So it's going to be different for everybody. Again, this is just a general rule of thumb. General rules of thumb are helpful, but they are just that general, right? Where, you know, you want something that's specific to your scenario. When we're meeting with a family virtually or in person, I just had an appointment uh, a few weeks ago with someone from a different state. We had a great virtual 
a meeting and we were analyzing their risk, we have a great tool. Well, we're going to ask you a series of questions. You get assigned a risk number from 1 to 99. Think, one, I want everything in cash under the mattress. You know, I don't care about inflation or purchasing power. 99 is actually more risky than the S&P 500 itself. So we'll come up with the risk you're comfortable with. Next step we do is analyze the risk you're currently taking. So we'll look at your investments and say, does the risk we're comfortable taking line up with the risk we're actually taking? If the answer is no, we'll start to address why and what can be done to adjust that. Hardest time to find that out is when the market's going down. And I think, Brad, on some levels, uh, you know, COVID, when the market dropped 30% in record time, gave some people false hope in that it recovered so, so quickly. Right, your average market recovery period is nearly two years, not a handful of months like we saw in 2020. So we're starting to experience some of that slowing down now. It's not recovering nearly as quickly. We're not seeing that turn quite yet. So that can cause a lot of concern for folks. And you know, we've been doing this for many years now and help so many families with asset allocation and retirement planning. A lot of these people worked with brokers in the past and may have never really felt that the recommendations truly fit their own attitudes and circumstances. If you feel the same, the best advice I can give is to make sure that you're working with a financial advisor, a fiduciary, somebody who has the legal obligation to make recommendations that are in your best interest. And before you let any more time go by, it might be a good idea to stop and ask yourself if the retirement savings allocations properly meet your objectives and your level of risk for this stage in life. If you're not sure or if your accounts are losing money faster than you're comfortable with, do yourself a favor. Reach out to someone like us. Doesn't need to be us. Someone like us is just fine. And get a good, accurate representation of how much risk you're taking in your portfolio. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.